All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. Hey everyone, welcome to Front Porch Swingers. I'm Brenna. I'm Brian. This episode of FPS is brought to you by our friends at Cassidy.com. As we get into the winter months, and especially as we near New Year's, crazy to think about already, I know a lot of people are going to be looking for some sexy dates, and there's no better place to find them than at Cassidy.com. It is the fastest growing lifestyle community, and even better, they are offering our listeners... 30 free days to test out the site for yourself and make sure you love it, see who's in your area, and get all of the features of Cassidy for free for 30 days. When you head to frontporchswingers.com, click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage, and when you do so, you're automatically going to get that free trial. You're also going to get a friend request from us so you can keep up to date with us and we can connect there. And we have two communities on Cassidy. One is Front Porch Swingers with all of our podcast news and Vegas Hotwise where you can see the the events that we'll be throwing in the very near future. So again, we'll see you at Cassidy.com. So we are coming to you right now from Montana. We are in Montana. It is cold. There's no snow yet. Well, there's a little snow, but in the mountains. We haven't experienced any yet, but we're getting the fuck up out of here before we do. Yeah, well, it's been really nice being here. It's been nice seeing the mountains. They kind of feed my soul a little bit, but it's also been a really good reminder for me of why we're making this move because yesterday we were sitting at a bar. We had a drink and there were people around this bar and every single person was dressed the same. Every single person that we could hear was having the same conversations. And not that there's anything that's wrong with that, if that's your thing, but for us, we're just so excited for a little bit more variety. Well, we were sitting at, and it was one of our favorite places, obviously, when we we lived here, still just an amazing spot. Very busy. Definitely the population here has increased, as we noticed, and we did look it up because we were curious that way. And it was interesting because we get back here, and you know we both love it here so much, and contemplated moving back at one point because we, we really missed it. And we're sitting at the bar in this amazing restaurant, and I realized that I am dressed like everybody else. <laughs> For anyone who saw it on social media, you posted a picture of us. I have my hat on. I look like I, you know, like a local because we were. And so <laughs> I looked around. I thought, holy shit, I look like everybody at this fucking bar. Yeah. I can't do this. I have to get out of here. <laughs> right. You, you were know? falling back into old patterns. <laughs> yeah. And it was cold, of course. So I had, you know, sweatshirt and, and uh, my hat pulled down, you know, and I'm like, fuck, I, I look like I belong here. This is not good. You know, yeah. So. This is definitely the type of place we're going to come visit. Obviously, we have very oh, yeah. dear friends here. And, and family. You have your whole family here. Yeah. So this is a great place to come for a weekend or a week at a time but we are so excited and re-energized after being in montana to get to vegas and just like i said experience some variety meet some different types of people and that's just it's energizing us to get there yeah i mean obviously we will talk about it we've interacted with a lot of different people now that you and i have everything listed uh, all of our profiles in the vegas area and it's been really interesting to see the evolution, I call it an evolution because as we've traveled, we've gone to some different places, we've experienced some different folks and very different interactions. And it seems like now it's kind of coming full circle. We're finally interacting with the majority of people now, not everyone, obviously, there are certainly exceptions, but the majority of people, at least that I'm interacting with, seem to be, they seem to get it. There's definitely a higher lifestyle IQ. If, yeah, I, if they, that's a thing. They encounter more lifestylers, period. So, of course, well, that but, makes sense. And But more than that, it's the locals that absolutely, like the group that you're part of, the local lifestyle, you know, Vegas group, they are very protective of the lifestyle locally. Yeah. You know, and I, which I really enjoy. I yeah, appreciate Yeah, because it. so many fucking tourists, we talked about it, go to Vegas. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's obviously going to be a thing. And it's exciting for us to be a part of that community. I will say... I had an experience with a couple that I think we should talk about. And yeah, let me say this. still crazy to me. I just don't get it. Yeah. Okay. Let me say this. We run into a lot of bullshit and we have actively worked to not talk about it on the show if it doesn't have some sort of a learning lesson or something that we can apply to kind of the greater lifestyle experience because... The reality is we could get on here and vent and rant every single week about some dumb shit, but it doesn't hold any value. You could do a show every day about dumb shit.
shit yeah. that we encounter. Exactly. But if we don't have something that we can actually take away from it and share, then what the fuck is the point? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you the, the experience that you had with this couple, albeit short, was really very telling. I mean, it really speaks again to the idea of that hierarchy that, that we talk about, that I talk about all the time, that these, you know, there are certain levels of couples that put themselves at the very top of the, the pedestal of lifestylers. And even though you are a partnered woman, but, you know, have your own profile, much like I have my own profile, they are looking at you like a single person, which they should not do, and think that you should behave a certain way because you are, you appear to be a single person. It's just not fucking okay. Let me also say this. I have really worked on my empathy and patience with people, but you guys have to keep in mind when I tell this story. We were on the road for three days straight. We drove a minimum of 12 hours per day. I think the road hardened me a little bit. I think it kind of broke me in terms of my patience a little bit with people. Well, it's difficult because we are eagerly looking to the future and doing things and meeting different types of people in a new place and what, what is going to be our new home and very excited about the prospects of it because because again, a lot of the folks that I'm interacting with, that you're interacting with, are very enlightened and very progressive. And it seems like they really do get it. However, once in a while, somebody sneaks through and you've got to deal with it. And, you know, after you've, we've dealt with it for so long, and let's face it, we've dealt with a lot of it on the road. Now that we're going to be settled, I don't want to fucking deal with it anymore. Yeah. I, I don't think we have to, don't think we should, and I don't think anybody should put up with that. Okay, so here's the story. This couple reached out to me. I got on their profile and looked through it, and it definitely spoke to me. They were mostly looking for single women or women that play as single women. They mentioned that they play with couples on occasion, but it's not their norm, which is totally fine. And the woman lists herself as bisexual, which is definitely something I personally look for if I'm going to have a threesome with a couple because for me, that's the whole point of being with a couple is that I get to experience both a woman and a man because I, of course, am bisexual. Of course. I like a pussy just as much as I like a cock if they're both attached to cool people. Same. So, yeah, exactly. So anyway, they reach out. The first few messages are great. I invite them to join me on Kick for a conversation and we're having a three-way digital conversation and everything's going really well and they're both so fucking attractive. And then probably five or six messages in, the wife says to me, we should definitely talk about play styles and how we play. And I said, that's a great idea. And she said, well, just so you know, I don't really like to touch women that much. It's not really my thing. And I would much rather watch you just have sex with my husband. And I wrote back and I said, you know, that's really not my thing. I respect that that's your guys' thing, but I'm not looking to be a part of that type of dynamic at this point in my journey. The reason I like to play with couples, I explained it. I like the male and the female energy together. It, it eroticizes me. It's very exciting to me. And while I respect your guys' decision, I am going to respectfully decline. And she wrote back her first message, wow, judgy much? I'm like, no, I am so not judging you at all. And I wrote that back. I said, no judgment whatsoever. Once again, I respect what you guys want. We're just not compatible. Right. It's about, it's about compatibility. This isn't about a, a judgment thing or that our play style is better or different than yours. And that's what matters. It's just not going to work out. So she writes back this huge, long paragraph about how I should have in my profile all the things I am and am not interested in, pot, meat, kettle, because that's nowhere in their profile where it says that she just likes to watch him with. And I, I very <laughs> respectfully said, well, I'm going to send you a picture of your profile where you list yourself as bisexual. So if we're going to talk about not being genuine on profiles, you probably shouldn't list yourself as bisexual and then say, I don't really like to touch women. Yeah, this what well, this is very simply to me, this was a, uh, a ploy. This was an opportunity for a woman to get her husband to play with somebody. And that that's the scam here. They're, they're, this That's what this is all about. This, this is really about bait. him. Yeah. She is bait. That's all she is. She is just the bait. And it's disgusting. If that's really what you're doing, you should be ashamed of yourself. You know, be, uh, be honest about it. You put bisexual on your profile knowing full well that a single gal particularly looking to play with a couple will most likely feel more comfortable in most circumstances if both of the, uh, if the gal of the party is anything other than heteronormative. So you're again it's 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 bait, it's uh it, it's subterfuge. I, I think it's really shitty. Yeah. You know? And I mean, I guess the lesson to come out of it, like I said, we don't want to just get on here and fucking rant. The lesson behind it is if we're not compatible, that's okay. You're not yeah. gonna be compatible with everyone you run into the life into the lifestyle, 
even if you happen to play in similar dynamics. I mean, they assume that just because I play with couples, it means I'm willing to play with couples in any way they so choose. And that's not fucking the case. I'm not your toy. I am not your prop. And I just feel like we all need to be mindful of the fact that you have to seek out compatibility in the lifestyle, even if it takes a while, even if you have to quote unquote, waste some time talking to people that aren't compatible with you, which I never see that as the case. I told you this morning, if we had discovered that we weren't compatible, I would have followed it up with, if you guys want to grab a drink and still get to know each other, that's totally cool with us. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of that, which I really, I really appreciate. And, you know, and for me, conversely, I'm interacting with one particular couple. And to put this into perspective, I have gotten probably 30 inquiries from couples now on that Vegas profile. And this is the only couple of the 30 that I'm even remotely interested in communicating with because they are absolutely they get it. I mean, they they are really following through. They're doing all the right things. We're you know we're communicating well. He lists himself as bi curious. By no means am I interested in them because of that fact. In fact, he and I had a conversation in the three way conversation that all of us are having. That is not necessarily the you know the point of this. He and I do not have to have any interaction if that doesn't work out. That's not what this is about. But having that complete transparency is really important. Yeah. There's no reason not to. And if we're not compatible, as they said, you know, we would love to just have, you know, meet you for a drink and just get to know you. We really enjoy having lifestyle friends that are local. Fuck yes, I love that. That's what we're looking for. I mean, there's this this whole idea that, you know, you have to meet somebody, you have to be sexually compatible, your play styles have to be compatible, and that's what it's all about. And if if it's not for that, then nothing, uh, for us, that just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. No. Now, I will say, once again, keep in mind, three days on the road, 11 states in three days. Um, My last response to them was not super pleasant, which, you know, I got to work on that too. Because just because someone's shitty to me doesn't mean I have to throw out this negative energy into the world. Yeah, I really, honestly, I've stopped doing that. I have just completely disconnected from it and not communicate it again if it, if it starts to get contentious. I don't have the energy for it. I just don't have the bandwidth because I could do that all day long. Well, I basically just told them that they were hypocrites and that I was blocking their asses. But yeah. Yeah, that's I mean, pretty much it. Yeah, read again, my profile. Bye-bye. Well, not even that. I don't even care if you read my profile at this point. You, We're obviously not aligned in terms of the way that we think about the lifestyle and I don't like you people. So. Well, and that's the problem though. Most of the time people that, that that's happening with with me are simply not reading the profile and having to go back and it's saying, look, you clearly didn't read this thoroughly. You uh, you, know, you looked at a picture and thank you so much for being, you know, what, attracted to me on whatever level. But you really need to read this because it, we don't, we're not compatible and I can tell that based on your bio because I read it thoroughly. Yeah. You know, just go back and read it and then you, we don't have to waste each other's time. That's a way waste of time. If you're not doing the basics, like reading a profile, at minimum, you've wasted your own time. Yeah. Well, what do you think about them saying that I should have put in my profile, for example, that I don't play with couples where the wife wants to watch? Well, I go back to the whole idea of having to change all of the keys of our profile based on coming into contact with different forms of people. Does that mean that I have to list every single thing that I am interested in in my profile to make sure certain that we are compatible? How about my we... profile would be literally 42 paragraphs Well, that's long. the point. Because... You'd be reading it all fucking day. Well, that's the other problem. Problem, right? Because then you run into, well, how long do I make the profile? Because you know, instinctively people tune out and I don't want them to tune out. I want you to read the whole thing. Yeah. And if you've gotten this far, then we can have a conversation about what comes next. And if in two or three or four messages, we realize this isn't a fit, then no harm, no foul. Because to me, that's not a waste of time. A waste of time would have been, have them not be transparent about that. You guys would have met, sat for a drink, had that conversation, and then that would have been a waste of fucking time. Yes. You know, and I say that very clearly in my bio. Any time away from my partner, it's a sacrifice. And if we're going to be apart, then it has to be a viable time spent. And if it's not, that's a waste of time. Yeah. And that's it. It's that simple. Yep, absolutely. And in alignment with that, I have a single guy tip of the week that I think is a very positive thing regarding compatibility. Okay, what do you got? So I was speaking with a gentleman on our kink website and he didn't have any of his kinks listed. So I really didn't have an idea of what he was into. His bio was solid, but it didn't necessarily show his kinks. What I really like about the BDSM site is you can say, these are all the things I've tried. These are all the things I want to try. These are my hard limits. Um, And I wish he would have put that on there. I think you should if that's an option 
in just to give people all of the information possible. But at the same time, we started communicating with each other. We were kicking each other back and forth and we started having the fetishes and excitements conversation, the hard limits conversation. And it was pretty evident within four or five messages that we were not necessarily in alignment. And I very respectfully told him that. And I feel like a lot of times when that happens, like, okay, I'm not going to list his exact fetishes or tell you what they are because I don't want to kink shame anyone or make anyone on our podcast feel bad. But I would call them fairly extreme and not anything I am interested in going down the road of at this point. Let's just say that, okay? So we discover that. And I feel like a lot of times in the past when that's happened, especially with single guys, they come back with, well, it's okay. I'll totally, you know, give up everything I want as long as I get to get my dick wet. Exactly. As long as we get to have sex, I don't care. I'll put all of that out the window. That's not what this guy did. He came back and said, thank you so much for letting me know. It definitely seems like you're correct. We're not necessarily on the same page with what we're looking for. I really appreciate your time. And he even said you know maybe we'll meet each other at a munch or something down the road i can buy you a coffee it was so friendly and nice and done with grace he wasn't pissed off he wasn't desperate it was so fucking refreshing yeah and that's that's a conversation we're gonna have it's for a later show obviously uh that you and i talked about this morning about what it is that we have realized now that really really truly speaks to us and matters to us as it pertains to meeting people and playing with people and developing relationships you know uh now listen the the segue of course and we didn't didn't plan it necessarily is you had an amazing uh time with a couple that we absolutely adore they are not just play partners of yours certainly but they are truly uh lifelong friends at this point and that's the kind of interaction that we truly appreciate and that's what we're seeking yes and we're going to get a chance to talk about that today and I, and I can't wait because i have not heard about it it took place in the midst of pod bash and so i was not you know, we and I were not communicating about exactly the details of anything. We were just too immersed in what we were doing. And the fact that you had this spectacular experience really lends itself to what you and I are willing to tolerate going forward. It has truly, your experience and mine, which mine we'll talk about at another time, has truly changed my perception of what we will be encountering, or at least what I will be encountering going forward. Well, what we will be seeking out and not settling for less. Yeah, and we haven't, it's been a long time since you and I have settled for anything in the lifestyle. However, there have been times now that I can look back based on some of these experiences, not the least of which is the one you're going to talk about today. And I think to myself, you know, we should have done better. Yeah. We could certainly have done better. And not that it was a waste. There's always a learning experience. We always enjoy meeting people and playing with the people that we choose to play with and that choose to play with us. But you can look at some of those things and go, hmm, that wasn't, that wasn't perfect. And we could certainly have improved that. Well, I think the thing that I appreciate most about us is, and let's let's just be real, let's be candid. We had a couple of, I would call train wrecks on the road. Fuck yeah, we have. Uh, one big train wreck. And we talked about it all the way back from Florida multiple times, driving through, like I said, 11 states. And it was this huge reminder of, you can have the train wreck moments. You can do things that you look back on and go, what the fuck were we thinking? That's not really what matters. What matters is how you learn from it and how you do better the next time. If you're making the same mistakes over and over again in the lifestyle, that's when you have to stop and go, okay, what the fuck is wrong with me? What am I not gleaning? What lessons am I missing out of all this? But I don't feel like we do that. And I'm really proud of us for that. Yeah, look, if you continue to fuck up, if we were to continue to do that, then you got to look at the common denominator, which would be us. And yeah. that would be unfortunate. Yeah, so exactly. yeah, we really try not to do that. But it really is experiences like, again, the one you're going to talk about today, which is super fucking hot with just a sexy ass couple. And the, the experience that I had uh, as well, this uh past week. Those are the experiences that make me sit back on a 40-hour drive and go, huh, that's really what I'm after. Yep. Th- that's that's what I'm chasing. Yep. You know, Difficult to find, no question about it. Is it going to be challenging? It, does it mean that I'm going to pass up a lot of other opportunities potentially? Yeah, probably. But the truth of the matter is when that experience takes place, it changes everything. It has changed the way you and I look at the lifestyle. It's changed the way you and I have looked at 
are, how we, you and I communicate and uh, operate within the lifestyle as a couple and individuals, it's just a huge learning experience that I am not willing to overlook anymore. Yeah. Just too important to me. And listen, don't, I don't want to take the sexy out of it. You had sex with a hot fucking couple. Yes. And your words to me, and I'm not going to put words in your mouth, where that was the most, one of the most incredible sexual experiences I've had with a couple. Yes. That's, I mean, that speaks volumes. And I meant it. <laughs> yeah, that speaks volumes. And so I'm looking forward to hearing it. Uh, I can't wait to hear it, but it really does lend itself to what we're chasing. And I think that's really the moral of this for me. So the single guy tip of the week, obviously, behave like that guy behaved. Things don't work out. Hey, man, thank you very much. Let's move on. Hopefully we run into each other again and, and we can form some kind of a you know friendship or situational relationship. It's refreshing when people have standards and they're willing to stick to those standards because it doesn't make me feel like just a hole you want to stick your dick in. It makes me feel like you are seeking out something meaningful and I respect you so much for that. Well, hey, and single guys, I am to a degree behaving like a single guy. I have my own profile. It's set to Vegas. I have been in correspondence with a number of couples. And as I said, upwards of 30, maybe a drop more of that 30 plus, only one couple has stood out. And those are the folks I'm in communication with. And my communication with them has been nothing but respectful, mutual respect. They are amazing so far, just amazing communication to the point that we have now exchanged phone numbers and we're communicating through text. That's a big deal for you. It's a fucking huge deal for me. I don't yeah. do that with just anybody. And it's it really is it's worth it. The time spent going through all of it and dealing with all the bullshit as a single person now is really fucking worth it. And this couple is not looking at me like some single dude prop that they're just going to use and play with and then, you know, kind of do their own thing and not take my feelings and needs and desires into consideration. Quite frankly, it's the opposite. Well, I was going to say on the opposite side of that, if you are a couple and you get turned down by a single person, especially a single guy, yeah. don't immediately jump to this egotistical stance of, well, how dare you? You should want to play with us. Yep. Do you know how many other men would be clamoring to play with us? Do you know how many times I've gotten that? And my response is, enjoy yourselves. Yeah. I, I, I'm then not the one. go find those guys. Yeah. That's okay. I'm not the one. You would know that if you read my bio in its entirety. Yeah. I very literally state, do not expect me to acquiesce to every one of your whims. I am not the guy that's going to leave, drive two hours out of town to meet you at the last minute. I'm a partnered person. My relationship is the most important. You know, we just go down. I go down the list. If you read thoroughly, you will know that you don't have to waste your own time. So as mentioned, I feel like we have to get to this story because so fucking hot. This yeah. is it is hot, but it's more than that. This is not just a steamy retelling to me. This is special. It's something that's very different for me. It's with people that I respect so high. I can't explain how much I respect this couple. And I'll get into some of the reasons. For a lot of reasons. Yeah, I'll get into some of those reasons in the retelling because I think it's really important. And before we get to all of that, we of course want to say a thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. We'd like to take this opportunity to thank our partners at Promescent. You guys have heard about the Delay Spray, their flagship product on our show before, but we are so excited to announce that Promescent has brand new Delay Wipes. Yes, the best just got even better. Promescent Delay Wipes give you a convenient and ultra-discreet way to last a little longer in bed. Especially important for us lifestylers, maybe you're trying to impress a new partner, or with your own partner, you want to make sure that you can give them all you've got for that great reconnection that you have at the end of the night. The wipes are 75% stronger than other wipes. It won't transfer to your partner, leaving them all numb down there, and it's even easier to use than the sprays. The Delay Wipes are just one of the products that Permescent offers. They have a full array of amazing bedroom wellness products that we would love for you to check out. So head on over to promescent.com, that is P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T.com, and use our promo code FPS15OFF, that's FPS15OFF for 15% off of your order today. This episode of FPS is brought to you by your friends at Motor Bunny. You guys, if you have not seen this amazing right-on-top vibrator in action in person, you must. It is truly impressive. It has so many different dials, speeds, intensities, and also different attachments that you can put on it. So no matter how you like to be pleasured, you're going to find an attachment that works for you. And we've talked about it many times, but it's true. If you have a holiday party or a New Year's Eve party coming up, you're going to want to get the Motor Bunny because it's the perfect icebreaker. It's so eye-catching and the perfect way to get people in the mood for some fun. And 
Motor Bunny is offering listeners of Front Porch Swingers $40 off their Motor Bunny package. You can click on the referral link in our show notes to get that discount or just use FPS at checkout. So head on over to MotorBunny.com today to check out all of the packages they offer, all of the attachments and the additional products. Again, that's MotorBunny.com and use the referral link in the show notes or FPS at checkout for $40 off. This episode of FPS is brought to you by Manscaped. Fall is in the air, the pumpkins are in the patch, and our friends at Manscaped are here to make sure you don't carve your pants pumpkins when you're grooming. Make sure you have fresh balls this fall with the leaders in male grooming and their brand new fourth generation performance package. Boys, get ready for a season like no other. Ready to take the leap into fall with Manscaped? Join the 2 million men worldwide using Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code SWINGERS. Fellas, let's face it. There's nothing quite like showing up with confidence. And for me, there's nothing that makes me more confident than knowing that the boys are perfectly groomed. Just had an amazing play session with an amazing partner, and she absolutely took time to notice exactly how smooth I was and even commented about it. Nothing quite like having that kind of confidence when you need it most. It's time to bundle up with the Manscaped Performance Package 4.0. Inside the package, you're going to find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker, ear and nose hair trimmer, crop preserver ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold your goodies. And again, you're going to get 20% off plus free shipping with our code SWINGERS when you go to manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. So I'm fairly certain we mentioned this on last week's episode, but today's retelling is my one and only experience from Podbash. I think that surprised everyone, you included. Uh, it, it did. Well, it surprised me a little bit. Going into it, I thought, well, for sure, you know, you're going to have a lot more opportunity. But as the weekend unfolded, day by day, it became clearer that, you know, we were just so immersed in what was going on and, and really just kind of interacting with everyone that eh, it probably wasn't going to be as much sex fueled as I thought it was for quite, you. Quite as wild and crazy of a weekend. I mean, it was wild and crazy, but not necessarily with clothes off. Well, so. I was actually, I just received a text message from another person who was at Podbash and they, we were kind of talking about the same thing. They were really surprised at how little they experienced because there was so much to experience. And then of course I mentioned that, yeah, we really didn't see ourselves being as active as we you know normally would have been given the circumstances and the fact that you and I played at all was really just they were amazing opportunities that presented themselves we did not see coming well it was also the last day towards the end of the night uh, that both of us had our experience yeah very literally <laughs> like 2 30 in the morning is when the you know uh, i was pretty much done playing and you and i had gone to bed about 3 a.m yeah fucking late but well worth it for both of us and i will say the couple that i'm going to talk about today i have been lusting after for a long time. We've been in communication with them for a long time. Well, of course, they've been listeners and friends for years now. In fact, you reminded me the other day, they've actually been on our show. Yeah, absolutely they were. And you did have the opportunity to play with them to some degree when, I think it was Valentine's Day? Well, let's talk about that. Yes, it was Valentine's Day weekend. It was our first time ever at Secrets. It was our first time, first weekend we'd ever met this couple. Actually, that's not true. We met them in Fort Lauderdale as well. We did. They came to see us all the way from uh, where they live to Fort Lauderdale just to spend the afternoon with us. Yeah, which was very nice. But this Valentine's Day weekend was really the first time I got to really get inside their heads and get to know them. And I totally wanted to fuck them that weekend. You actually went out on a date on Valentine's Day, which people think is fucking strange when we tell them that. (laughs) You went out with someone that was not me for Valentine's Day. But I mean, the reality was you got to go have this kind of more intimate, quiet experience. And I got to dance my ass off and then have this super super fucking hot experience with this couple. Yeah. And the reason we didn't talk about it on the show is because it involved five people, including me. No, six people. Yeah. The, the Yes. In totality, there were six people involved. And we didn't really get consent from everyone to talk about it. And I didn't know how comfortable people would be with sharing certain details. I did not have penetration that evening with this couple it was kind of a soft swap thing but ever since that weekend i have been thinking about these people and i've been fantasizing about them i've been kind of wanting them not kind of i've been wanting them well we talk about it a lot in fact i as i mentioned to you i guess it was yesterday the couple that i've been communicating with 
in Vegas, for for example, they are essentially a soft swap couple. They play with single men in soft swap situations. And every soft swap that you and I have had has really been a, an excellent experience. Now, that's largely due to the people with whom we were playing, and but they've always kind of turned into really great experiences for you and I as a couple, of course, sexually. Afterwards, yeah, because yeah. we fucking jump each other. Yeah, but also there are experiences that I look on fondly. They're, you know, while again, there's no penetrative sex, they're still super hot fucking experiences. And the way that you explained the experience to me that you had with this couple at over Valentine's was super fucking hot. It was, and usually we use soft swap situations as fuel for you and I. I will say I have been using it as fuel in anticipation of once again being with this couple. We've only seen them one other time since Valentine's Day weekend, and it was a super fucking hectic time. Once again, we had a bunch of people that we were hanging out with. So this was... Uh, to me, it was like, this is when we're going to make it happen. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I was thinking about it, of course, as we were you know, getting prepared and leading up to it and how excited we both were and amazing it was going to be to see everybody. And then once we kind of started the process, it was like, oh, shit, this is going to be fast and furious. And I don't know where playtime fits in. The thing I was most concerned about for the entire weekend was really having to put off play and not wanting to offend anyone because the truth is I was if I wasn't in the midst of something which was very rare I was fucking exhausted yeah well I took the opportunity when it presented itself so I will say Friday evening first of all I guess we should say who this was because they gave us permission to use their names which I thought was very fucking cool I think a lot of the people that are at that were at pod bash will know who this couple is which is also kind of fun yeah and yeah they gave us full permission to not only talk about the story but provide their names so this story includes steve and leah who are beautiful people on the outside but i have to say i think of this couple as more than just a hot couple they are some of the most respectful conscientious fun people i have ever met in my entire life yeah they're awesome they are definitely you know there's some of those people out there like you know that we have met within the lifestyle and over the course of time and a lot of those folks know who they are but steve and lee are certainly some of the 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 most special people that we know and they're just amazing where you know we covet them in a number of different ways they are of course not to be confused with adam and leah which was very (laughs) confusing for a lot of people all weekend long because adam and leah were also there well we had two adams we had two leahs we had a whole bunch of fucking yeah it was craziness it was yeah a lot of folks with the same name but you know they're just they're just amazing people and we have a lot of friends like them uh in this space and fortunately we got a chance to, to visit with a lot of them over the course of that weekend and for for you i know particularly because of how you talked about that experience and have been really you know working up to the point where you were going to have an experience with them uh in your mind uh, i know how special that was and and i just i just so appreciate them yeah so when i was with them valentine's day weekend there was a fucking spark there they i mean like i said they're beautiful beautiful on the outside they're beautiful on the inside but it was more than that i was like these people are so fucking i don't know they just drew me in like magnetism it well, was they're very so, conscientious people and very polite it's more than that it's a chemistry it's like this excitement in my bones to be naked with them and so to have that start in february and go all the way till almost the end of october was exciting i mean there have been times when i have thought about them while i'm masturbating if i'm just being honest there have been times that i've been very flirtatious with the with them digitally and that gets me really going and excited so when it came time for pod bash I think it was Friday evening. I told Leah digitally that I really wanted to spend some time with them if they were open to it. And she wrote back and was like, absolutely. We have been talking about it as well, which I was very flattered by. She's like, if we can make it work timing wise, we're very interested. And I loved that. I love that I went through her and she kind of gave me the green light. And then Steve was so sweet. The next day he pulled me aside and he's like, Leah told me about your conversation. We're very interested. Obviously, I, you know, I'm attracted to you. And I was like, well, I'm super attracted to you. So that was just fun. Once again, it was like all of this buildup, all of this anticipation. The whole day, I remember walking around being like, oh, my God, I might actually get to be sexual with Steve and Leah. Yeah, you mentioned it to me at some point. And again, it was just such a it was so crazy, everything going on. I really just trying for myself, just trying to be as active with everyone as I could and interactive with everyone as I could. You mentioned to me that at some point you would likely you know, sneak off and play with Stephen Lee. I said, that's fine. Just let me know. So I don't, I, I can cover you for whatever's going on. And that didn't happen until later in the evening. 
Well, so we tried to do it at the pool party. At one point, I was like, we're going to sneak away. We're going to go have this experience. And then we're going to come back. We're going to stroll back into the pool like nothing yeah, like fucking no, happened. Like no one's going to notice you were gone. <laughs> well, their, their room was also right by the pool. So there's yeah. no fucking way that would have happened. But I was like, I don't fucking care. We're going we're gonna to make this happen. We tried to sneak away and there was just too much going on. So I told them, I really want to make time this evening. And I wasn't 100% sure it was going to happen because of so much socializing and talking and dancing going on and I didn't want to miss out on those things I know I'd have FOMO to a certain degree but fuck I just had to make it happen I had to fucking make it happen well it was I I didn't even know when exactly it could happen and and really throughout the course of the evening uh, it kind of was out of my mind and it was it's really one of the few times where I was not fixated on the fact that you were potentially going to have sex with someone else or in this case a couple. It, that idea had eluded me after so many hours had gone by. So when you said to me, hey, I'm going to play with Steve and Leah, I was like, oh, that, that's super fucking cool. I had no idea that was still on the table. <laughs> yeah, me either. But we kind of started dancing together a little bit in the club. And oh my God, they looked so fucking good. So first of all, Steve is a tall, muscular hunk of a fucking man. He is just, he is stunning. <laughs> well, first of all, he started out, I felt really good because, you know, Friday night was costume night for us, yes. right? So I had my unicorn onesie on, which <laughs> I, you know, I think, I feel like I really was a trooper. I had that fucking thing on all night long and it was the hottest piece of clothing I've ever worn in my life. And then the next day, you and I, you wanted to kind of dress up a little bit. So Saturday night, you had on a really pretty dress. I put on a suit. And you and I were definitely overdressed for the most part. And then we run into Steve and Leah and a few other folks as well. But Steve also has on a suit, including a tie. I was not the only one wearing a tie. (laughs) I felt really, I'm like, oh, okay. I'm not the only maniac wearing a tie in this crazy hot club and in this weather. And within 10 minutes, the goddamn thing was off. He had just a tie on. I'm like, hey, Chippendale, what the fuck happened to the rest of the outfit? I look like a moron. And he looked damn good because he takes very good care of himself. No, listen, he looked great, but I was a little butthurt. Not gonna lie. I'm like, okay, I thought we were thought we were partners in this, but okay, whatever. Showing you up, yeah. And Leah is always beautiful. I mean, she was wearing a beautiful dress that night. I believe it was red. Well, it was, but she started out without a gold dress on, threw me off completely. She had like a wardrobe change in the middle of the evening. Oh, you're I'm right. Like, we haven't even made it to the club yet. You've changed clothes three times. Yes, and she always looks so well put together. She has this beautiful black hair, and she's just a beautiful woman. So I'm looking at both of them, and all I'm thinking is, I want to be fucking naked with these people. So we're kind of dancing with each other. And it's clear through dancing that all three of us have the same fucking thing on our minds. We want to be naked. We want to touch each other. So we kind of made a plan. We stepped outside for a moment and I was like, I'm going to go shower and we'll obviously talk about this at a later date. But you kind of had something that was a potential for play. And so I was like, I'm going to go to the room and make sure it looks really nice for Brian before I go down to their room. So I'm just going to say I'm the best wing woman ever. So so you have to remember refresh my memory here because a lot of this evening up to that point was a blur for me (laughs) for a number of reasons. But so was I already kind of having a conversation with my inevitable play partner for that evening when this whole thing was unfolding? So were we hanging out and then you ran off and did the room thing? Did you and I talk about it? Yes. Okay. So you told me that you were potentially going to go upstairs. You said, I have no idea if it's going to happen or not, but I might be up in the room at some point, just letting you know. And I said, okay, I will make sure I'm not in the room. I will make sure to not cock block you because the original plan was for the three of us to be in our room. For you, Steve and Leah. Right. But I was like, if Brian wants the room, I'm going to make sure that the room's ready for him and we'll go to their room. So I went up to the room, made sure it was looking all nice for you. I changed into my black zip-up leather lingerie, which I felt fucking phenomenal Yeah, I think it's so sexy. Kind of showered off really quick, just made sure I was completely ready to go. I walked down to their room and they are just kind of opening the door as I get there, which was nice. And we go in together and it was fun because the moment we got in the door, it was just very friendly and comfortable. And I knew it was going to be because I just like them so much as people. And the other thing is, you know, obviously we're talking a little bit about you know, I wouldn't say necessarily boundaries because that's already kind of been discussed and figured out previously. But I knew that this was going to be a very consensual, respectful session. There was no doubt in my mind that that was going to happen. So, I mean, for example, Steve starts touching me kind of from the back and he's like, is this okay? Do you mind if I touch you here? I was like, you can touch me anywhere you want. And Leah's kind of getting herself ready. And, you know, they both remark on my lingerie and she comes over and asks if she can touch me. And once again, I'm like, 
you can touch me anywhere you want. I asked consent to touch her. She's like, anywhere you want. So we all three just had this, you know, great right out of the gate. We're ready to go. We all understand this is what we want. And it was so fucking comfortable. Well, again, they're friends. You have also had a, a, a soft swap experience with them, but, but an experience nonetheless. So there was a little bit of that, obviously, comfort and familiarity. But yeah, they're always that way. I mean, even when we are chatting, particularly Steve and I, there's always a level of consent within a conversation, depending, of course, what the, the topic of that conversation is. And, and even when you just speak to them, whether it is digital or face-to-face, you can you always know that they have that, that conscientious kind of demeanor that, that that's in the back of their mind always they're always thinking about that yes you know before they say anything or do anything there's always that caution yeah which is nice it's very appreciated but i also just wanted their hands all fucking over me so. yeah which obviously that happened <laughs> as quickly as humanly possible so i believe steve was touching me from behind and he was kind of massaging on my tits a little bit he started kissing on my neck from behind a little bit then leah comes up on my front and starts kissing me from the front and i'm touching on her and she has this beautiful body i'm kind of rubbing my hands up and down it and it was so sensual and i fucking loved that well that's that correct me if i'm wrong but that sensual kind of aspect of play for you is something you really enjoy with couples yeah for sure i mean i think i've started to enjoy it with everyone especially as a warm-up i don't like when people go straight into like the hard kissing or within two minutes they're smacking my ass or something like that right it is really nice to ease into things i also feel like you just get a sense for people's energy when you do that when you kind of start slow and soft and you pick up on their cues and you read their body language and you listen to the noises that you're making and all of those little nuances you pick up on if you have any level of sexual IQ when you're going soft and slow. Yeah, well, it's always, and of course they know, they, they understand our level of play being yours and mine. They have, I don't want to say a similar level of play, but they are no strangers, I believe, to some play in, B, in the BDSM space. But it's always nice to have, I don't want to say trepidation, but there's always a little bit of that caution. You want to be, you want to be careful. You want to be cognizant, obviously, and respectful. So easing into it, you know, it's always appreciated. It is certainly for me. So at one point, I believe it was Leah who kind of started to unzip my dress a little bit. Once again, asked permission. I said, absolutely. So my tits are kind of out now. And Steve comes around to my front. And God, he's just this, like I said, tall, muscular, hunky fucking dude. And so I'm now getting like all of those visuals while I have this beautiful woman kind of massaging on my tits. And she leans down and starts licking on my nipples. And Steve starts kissing me at the same time. And I've said this so many times. I know we were talking earlier in the episode about why I like being with couples. And this is exactly it. You get the masculine energy. You get the feminine energy. You get four hands on you and two mouths on you at the same time. There is something really fucking special about that that people don't understand if they don't have threesomes. Well, also, you being the single female in this scenario, you're going to get a lot of that attention. And there's something about having attention from uh, people that you're either playing with or that you're enamored with and that's really a turn on it's fucking hot they were let me tell you this whole thing the theme of this entire play session was brenna got fucking spoiled i was so fucking lucky and so anyway i'm making out with steve leah's sucking and touching on my tits and then one of them i don't remember which asked if they could unzip my dress the rest of the way and once again i'm not usually uber comfortable especially because the entire room is lit up and i had zero worry about being completely naked in front of these people well and if i believe we we've both been completely naked in front of them in some form or fashion be it at the pool or something i don't think so i was trying to think of it i don't think i've ever been completely naked in front of them i've been topless several times yeah and i've been maybe bottomless but a hundred percent naked i don't think so maybe it's just me that was completely naked in front of her yeah that's in front of them that's usually the case when we're we're at the nude pool (laughs) you get naked very quickly but i tend to kind of keep some things on and keep some mystery and i don't usually like my cooter hanging out at the fucking pool it's just not really my thing so i do think this is the first time they were seeing me completely naked and once again zero concern not even a thought crossed my mind about not feeling comfortable with it well no i mean why would you not feel comfortable with them particularly you know yeah yeah it was just nice because i think even people i played with several times i kind of get like eh, i don't know 
if I really want to have the pooch hanging out and you get all fucking weird and yeah. it just is what it is. I didn't feel that with them and that was really special and cool for me. No, that's listen, it's always nice to be able to go into situations like that with a really high level of confidence. It, it just makes it for a better, just a better experience overall. So this is one of the fucking hottest parts of this entire thing. Fairly quickly, I ended up on the bed on my back. And Leah is up touching on my tits and licking on my nipples and kissing me and kissing my neck. And Steve starts going down on me. And once again, all of this sensation, Leah at one point is kissing right in that fucking spot I love on my neck that just drives me crazy. It sends shivers down my entire body. So she's kissing there at the same time that Steve is licking my pussy in one of the most wonderful ways I have ever experienced. It was this perfect buildup, much like that sensation at the beginning that was very sensual and soft. That's how it started. It was a lot of kind of almost kissing of the pussy and then a little bit of licking and then a little bit of suction on the clit and everything just built and built and built to this beautiful crescendo and it was so fucking nice to have both of those sensations happening at the same time was that the first time that he had gone down on you or did that happen over valentine's weekend it did not happen okay no yeah so again really i I just keep going back to how conscientious and, and how courteous these people are to start out that way, not being 100% sure whether it's going to be that you prefer soft or hard, you know, kind of impact when it comes to oral, you yeah. know? And, and if you don't know, yeah, you err on the side of caution. You could always build up, right? You could always, you could add salt. You can't remove it. Exactly. So then Leah comes down and they are basically giving me a tandem pussy licking. Nice. I have never had that happen. I really don't think so. I don't think you and I have ever done that together either. Never. Never even thought of that. I fucking loved it. I mean, at one point, they're kind of kissing in between my legs. And I think I was like rubbing Steve's arm at one point. I couldn't quite reach Leah. But I got to kind of watch them kissing each other right in front of my pussy. And then they both start kind of licking my pussy at the same time. And Leah has these beautiful soft hands. And she's rubbing them up and down my leg at one point while Steve is licking me. And then they swap again. And Leah's licking my pussy. She is equally as good at Steve as Steve at it. It was so fucking nice. I came so fucking hard. And I think it was everything. It was not only that it felt great, of course, but it was the visuals of this beautiful couple basically sharing my pussy. Yeah, listen, that's not something I've ever, you and I have ever done or even, I never really thought of that even in the moment. So that's fucking hot. That was, that never occurred to me. It was so fucking hot. So fairly quickly, I'm like, of course, I have to have Steve's cock in my mouth. This has to happen. Of course you do. Now I have sucked Steve's cock before and I can tell you it's a true experience. This man, I'll just say this, he was walking around the pool with hundreds of other cocks hanging out and there were still people pointing out his beautiful cock. Yeah, it it truly is the envy of the pool typically. Oh my God. And he's always wearing this beautiful cock ring. So it just extra stands out because it's big, but it's more than that. It's also thick. And I don't know, this is weird to say about a cock, but it just feels like a manly cock, you know? It it, it has weight. Let's put it that way. It's hearty. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. For sure. Let's use that term. Yeah, I'm I'm sure sure he's going to love that. He'll appreciate calling his cock yeah, hardy. Come on, hardiness Brenna. of his cock. <laughs> Can't come up with any better adjective than that. Yeah. I'm sure people at home can visualize it now, though. Yeah, listen, it, it just looks like one of those things that's just weighing him down. That's what it is. <laughs> when you look, you're like, oh, that poor man. It's just weighing him that's down. That's why he's so muscular, because he walks around with that, uh, carrying that thing around exactly. all the time. Exactly. The foundation is heavy. <laughs> So I get down on my knees. He is standing in between the two beds. Their room had two queen size beds. So I'm in between it. And this is so fucking hot. It is now Leah directing traffic. This she is telling me to suck his cock, how to suck his cock. At one point, I have his cock in my mouth and I'm kind of not all the way deep throating and I'm getting there a little bit. And Leah grabs the back of my head and pushes it down on her fucking husband's cock. Nice. How fucking hot is that? Well played, Leah. It was so sexy. And of course, tears streaming down my face because I have this giant cock at the back of my throat. I could not have been more turned on. At one point, I reached down and felt my pussy. And granted, I know that they just made me come. 
no way that, that that all that wetness was still from that. I was so fucking turned on by having this lovely cock in my mouth and his wife pushing my head down onto it. Yeah, that sounds like a that sounds like a perfect date to me. Oh, it was so fucking hot. And I look up at him at one point and he just has this smile on his face, this great look on his face. The whole thing was so fucking erotic. And then, of course, I want to get fucked. <laughs> so Yeah, we know. <laughs> So I kind of lay back on the bed. Steve puts on this awesome fucking condom. It looks like the European condom that the guy at the Goodfellas event that I had sex with. It was almost the exact same thing. I need to ask Steve what brand this is. It's a fucking cool condom. And you don't feel it once it's on. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, it was like super thin. You said it was like nothing. Yeah, but I mean, it took like an act of God to get this thing on the cock. I have no no doubt. It probably, (laughs) yeah, he needed to get one size up probably. (laughs) Probably. Maybe it was just a little too small. I don't fucking know. It took a hot minute, but it finally, finally he got the condom on and he... Or just seemed like a long time because you're super slutty. It was probably 10 seconds. It felt like 25 minutes. So So, this is also very sexy. While this is kind of all going on and Steve's kind of prepping, Leah and I are kissing. We're touching on each other. I ask if I can feel on her amazing tits and she says yes. So I kind of start licking on them a little bit. And then somehow, I'm not really sure how, but I almost ended up laying on Leah. So I her one of her legs was behind me and I was almost laying into her lap hmm. while Steve gets on the bed and starts fucking me on top. Wow, how how does that even happen? Oh, it was it was almost like I was sandwiched between the two of them. Yeah, I was laid back, but kind of propped up by Leah a little bit, and I found that very sexy because once again, I'm just enveloped in this hot couple. They are on both sides of me. They are just kind of all around me with their energy and their bodies, and he just sinks into me, and immediately I let out this like, oh my god, because I had been thinking about that cock entering me since February. Yeah, that's a long time to be thinking about a cock. It's so long. It was so long overdue. And to have his smoking hot wife touching on my tits and leaning down to kiss me while this is all going on, so fucking hot. And so Leah and I are making out and Steve's fucking me. At one point, Leah kind of backs off from me and gets off the other side of the bed and goes around behind Steve. And I can't totally see what she's doing. I assume maybe by the noises he was making all of a sudden that she was maybe grabbing on his balls or playing from behind a little bit. But that was also kind of sexy. I didn't fully know what was going on. It was like this little surprise happening behind Steve while he's fucking me. Yeah, it's like the mystery sex box. You can't really tell. You just know something good is happening. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So in that went on for quite a while. I mean, he is just fucking me and fucking me. And I remember very distinctly the first time I came on his cock because as we've talked about many times, I clench hard. And because his cock is so big, it was an experience. I'm sure it was for an experience for him as well. I hope I didn't almost break his cock off. But yeah, I mean, it's that big that I felt so full while I was coming. And then to have this amazing hard orgasm around his cock, it felt so fucking good i don't even have words to describe how felt how good it felt well you were telling me that it was again one of the most intense experiences you've ever had particularly with a couple and you know long overdue it's like you had it was like foreplay for nine months yes Exactly. So fucking hot. So then we kind of, I think we broke for a moment. Uh, Leah might have gotten a drink of water or something. And then somehow we ended up where Steve had me bent over the bed and was fucking me from behind. I honestly don't even know how that fucking happened because he is fucking tall. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it lasted for very long. I know the kind of the end of this whole thing was me up on all fours on my hands and knees as he's kind of fucking me from behind. And Leah's just continuing to touch and kiss. And I'm kind of leaning over and touching her when I can. And it was so fucking nice. I loved every second of it. I came, I don't even know how many times Steve made me come from, you know, fucking me. It was just between the cock and how hot they are and how into it I was. I probably came a good six or seven times around that cock. Well, it's been a topic of conversation for us now since since that weekend. And really, it's having the experiences that we truly 
want to have, and that is clearly no exception because of the people with whom we're having these experiences. Yes. So I also like that it wasn't all about Steve's orgasm. Of course, I would have loved for him to come. And I think that that would have been kind of this perfect little cherry on top. But it was also nice that that wasn't the focus of this play session. It was so much more about us just enjoying each other and touching each other and kissing each other. And, you know, Leah and I getting to experience each other on that level was also really fun because she was directing a lot of the traffic. There was one point where, you know, when he was fucking me, Leah is saying, fuck her harder, go deeper, go deeper, and kind of almost pushing him into me at one point. And I loved that. I loved seeing her sexual confidence and I love seeing a different side of her because she's not that she's quiet, but she's typically a little bit more subdued. And to see her just fucking walk in and take control and like I said, shove my head down on her husband's cock and all of these, you know, uber dominant confident things it was so cool to see that yeah because she's um, she's obviously very lovely but typically more reserved always a lady but and very reserved and then to to hear you tell a story about her pushing your head down on steve's cock you know (laughs) it's like oh that's very fucking sexy like she can play both those roles it was fucking sexy and then i remember we were kind of all just three sitting there together and leah's kind of continuing to touch me and i'm kind of you know brushing steve's leg a little bit and i remember the last thing i i kind of said to them as i was leaving is you guys don't know how much i appreciate this experience and i meant it because this was not just a hookup this was not just sex these are people that i respect that i adore and it was fucking what eight months yeah of build-up eight months of me thinking about what it would be like to have sex with these people and to be truly be penetrated by steve and all of these things and it was better than my expectation because the other thing that could have happened in this situation and not that I was concerned about it, but I could have built it up all of this time only for us to not really have the best sexual chemistry or for something to go wrong that just kind of made the whole thing go wah, wah for any of us. And I, I sure as hell didn't happen on my end. It far surpassed my expectations. Well, we talked about this as well. I don't know if it was Steve and Leah we spoke to about this, but the idea that Obviously, there was you had that experience in February, but even leading up to that, of course, because of COVID and all the craziness that was going on, we saw a lot of the folks that were at Podbash, we saw them digitally. We had naughty Zoom chats, and we did like a scavenger hunt and uh, truth or dare. So we saw a lot of these folks in you know nude, semi-nude, completely naked, having sex, all of that buildup, only to have everyone in one spot, obviously including Steve and Leah. And it was really like a it was like a year's worth of foreplay in a lot of ways. Yes, you know it was so heavily built up, and like you said, glad that it was an amazing experience and that there was that connection physically as much as there is kind of that mental connection that we have with them. They're just amazing people, and I'm, I'm glad that you had that experience. I am too, and I, I think that they had a great experience. They told me that they really enjoyed their time with me, and I mean, of course, I hope that we see them again. But now there is kind of this. When it's when the sex is that good, when the experience is that good, and then you move, you know, literally on the other side of the country from them. Yeah. It's kind of like, ah, God, when's when is the next time going to be? I know it's probably going to be longer than eight months at this point. uh, Maybe. You never know. I mean, the way that our lives are headed, you know, it's impossible to tell, you know, what is to uh, to come of it. But I have no doubt we're going to see them again. Certainly they are at this point lifelong friends where we're always going to be connected with them in any number of ways. They're just they're awesome people. So when that ended, you so you you guys finished up. I lost all track of time. So it was really the first time you and I talked about this. It wasn't until maybe 10 minutes before you had reemerged to the club to, to come and get me to say, to talk to me that I realized you were gone. And I was like, oh, shit, I wonder what, what's happened. I also had no idea how long you were gone because I had truly lost track of time. Well, I had told you that I was probably going to be heading with them. But yeah, I didn't actually come up and tell you, which I realized afterwards. Although I'm sure you trusted my judgment. I wasn't drinking or doing anything stupid. Or- well, I also knew that if you were not 
within eyesight of where I was, you were with Steve and Leah and there's, you know, there are a few people I trust more with you and your safety. So I wasn't concerned from that perspective, but it really was like, oh shit. I, it was like, uh, you know, the time continuum, like what, what, how long has it been, right. you know, when you came back? But yeah, it was super fucking hot. I, I appreciated hearing that you guys had such a great time from both you and them, of course, because they, they thanked me, which is always a pleasure to hear. Yeah, it was, it really truly was a great experience. I'd love to say thank you to them and thank you for also, you know, allowing me to share the story and your names that obviously means a lot to us as well it means they're not, they're not embarrassed to, be, to have been with me if nothing else yeah at least you know there's that <laughs> yeah that's always a good thing yeah that's so, that's always a plus now i will say i wish that i had had a few more experiences at pod bash there were a lot of people that i really wanted to have sex with but the fact that this was the one and only experience also made it special no. it was it was a very memorable evening that I will take so many things with me for a very long time. The truth is, I mean, you and I both, and we're so fucking fortunate. We talk about this a lot. We're very fortunate to have had a lot of opportunities with some amazing people. We both passed up on opportunities because of so much going on. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad it worked out the way it did, both for you and for me, because I feel like had there been experiences throughout the course of the weekend prior to the last night when this kind of unfolded for both you and I, I feel like there would have been something lost in those experiences because my head was in a totally different place. Yeah. A completely different place. And it truly wasn't until the end of that night, the last night that I was like finally able to take a breath, which fortunately I believe translated to my inevitable partner because leading up to that, I mean, I was just singularly focused. And had I played with anyone prior to that, I don't think it would have been appreciated. By you or by them? By anyone. Yeah, I think you were stressed. And I think I was too. And the fact that this happened on Saturday night towards the end of the event when we could both relax a little bit was really special. So yeah, huge thank you to Steve and Leah. And you guys can also listen to them on our show. Although it's been a while since we talked to them. You're going to have to go back a long way. You're going to have to dig into the archives. It's been a hot second. We, of course, are going to provide more details of this experience and some other behind the scenes, maybe even some info on us landing in Vegas on our bonus episode this week, which we offer exclusively to the members of our Patreon community. I'm really excited to see so many new people jumping into our Telegram group, too. It's been so cool to see new connections being made. If you're looking for your tribe, if you want to have great lifestyle experiences, if you want to share some sexy pictures with people you can trust, we highly recommend our Telegram group and that's just another bonus we offer as a thank you for sponsoring the show we want to say also a thank you to the newest members of our patreon community who are james betty nancy sarah eric and erica and christelle thank you guys so much for jumping on board we can't wait to get to know you better and we hope you enjoy all the bonus content you can also find us on OnlyFans at onlyfans.com slash front porch swingers i have some really fun stuff planned for when we land in vegas on there including a green screen that i have to figure out how the fuck to use but that'll be fun it's gonna be a lot of fun (laughs) and you can also find us on social media we're on twitter at fp swingers and instagram at fps pod media make sure you're following us on youtube at front porch swingers and as mentioned we still have a lot of fun to come i will say we kind of skipped around in order a little bit i still have a single guy experience from pre-pod bash but i couldn't wait to tell the story we were literally bubbling over with excitement to share it so that's why we did that but i'm really excited to share that single guy interaction my last of my time in florida and as you said you had a great experience at pod bash as well so we'll be covering some of that in the future so make sure you're tuning in every week and anything else you have nope that's it uh we have a lot going on lots of fun stuff we are headed to vegas very shortly after this recording and i am looking forward to all the fucking sexy fun we're gonna have there oh my god it's It's already a whole new world we are talking to so many fucking cool people so i think we'll have some very cool stories to share with you very shortly from From a whole new state. Yes. Yeah, a whole new experience. Yes. So stay tuned for that. And as always, thank you so much for listening. Thanks, everyone.